When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to A to Z Sports, powered by the BetMGM app. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Jack Gentry of the Titan Up Podcast. Make sure you follow us all over social media because we are Nashville's on-demand sports talk network going live every weekday morning at 8 central time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Link to the show segment by segment on our Twitter feed um, at A to Z Sports. And also hit us up on TikTok, Instagram, and Threads for more great Titans content. We got to thank our sponsors because they make it happen for us and they help out all of you guys. Uh, like Wilson County Hyundai, make Wilson County Hyundai a part of your new car buying process by seeing them in Lebanon or online at wilsoncountyhyundai.com. The Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org. Uh, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Farm your health plans get better with Farm Your Health Plans, better coverage rates and service at fbhp.com slash atoz. The Aura app, keeping us all safe online with the Aura app, and you can get a two-week free trial with our link, Aura.com slash ATOZ. And Krebs Kubota, an elite Kubota dealer with three great locations in the Middle Tennessee area, Columbia, Franklin, and in Murfreesboro, online at KrebsKubota.com. So, Jack, we're going to have a heck of a show this morning uh, talking about Will Levis shines at practice yesterday. Malik Willis also having a strong day at practice as he, he continues to to have a strong start to his second year in the NFL, and plus Arden Key, how many sacks, and Andre Dillard conversation. Uh, but did want to address people asking, where is Zach? Zach's been off the show for a week or so. Yeah, Zach is uh, is super busy right now with uh, with what he's got going on with our Dallas market, getting ready for the football season. Uh, so Zach's uh, Zach on the show throughout the preseason is going to be, I guess, limited. Uh, to if you want to go with like a, a an injury report term, he will be limited on the show for like the next month or so as we get ready and get prepared uh, for the football season. Plus, me and Sam are out at St. Thomas Sports Park at practice every day, so we've got the eyes and the ears and the intel uh, where Zach does not. So uh, that actually works out, and obviously Jack is going to fill in here uh, from time to time. So check out the Tighten Up podcast that comes out tomorrow morning on a Wednesday. And uh, Jack, real quick, you guys are talking. Uh, to Sam Phelan this afternoon on the Tight Up Podcast. Is that right? Yes. Excited to have Uncle Sam Phelan back on the Tight Up Podcast this week. Check it out. It'll be out at midnight for all of you guys. Going to be talking a little Jim Irsay, a little Colts mess, and plenty of new Titans content. So don't miss the, the podcast tonight. You'll get a notification out at midnight. It's going to be on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. All right. So, Jack, you probably didn't pick up on this, but there was people in the A to Z Twitter mentions over the last several days, over the weekend of like, hey, A to Z is hating on Will Levis because A to Z is not showing any Will Levis updates or good Will Levis content. And we're tweeting about Will Levis with not the level of excitement that we would tweet about if it were Hinton Hooker in two-tone blue, which first off, erroneous take and absolutely ridiculous to think that we would do something like that. Will Levis is a Titan. Hinton Hooker is not a Titan. And Will Levis uh, is getting proper descriptions on his plays uh, based on our Twitter feed and other content that we get. But the reality is, Jack, 
that the first three days of Titans practice were just dominated by DeAndre Hopkins and that storyline, plus Traylon Burks after DeAndre Hopkins. So we haven't truly had an opportunity to discuss the first few days of Will Levis's practice, and he hasn't been bad, but he hasn't been great either. And so there was really no storyline to update on Will Levis. But now, after yesterday's practice, Will Levis looked pretty damn good. It was by far his best day at practice. And Malik Willis had, I thought, his best day to date on Saturday. And then Will Levis bouncing back on a Monday with a great practice. And so, you know, looking at what Will Levis is able to do, some of the uh, practice footage we got from yesterday, I mean, you see Will Levis has athleticism. He's got bounce in his step. Yesterday was the first full day of pads. Uh, And this next throw you're about to see from Levis is really what makes him feel special is his ability to whip it out there. And really with a quick release on target uh, in the flats, you see a lot of the athleticism that he, that he provides and a lot of the tools that made him a highly sought at quarterback prospect. But you know, it's the in-game decisions that everybody was concerned about with Levis. Uh, but will Levis physically at practice, he looks the entire part, Jack. So what do you think? And what have you heard? over the last week or so about Will Levis at Titans training camp? Well, uh, you know, only good things. And, you know, it's exciting to watch some of those videos of Levis moving the, you know, not, I guess you can't call it a pocket because he's going against air, but, you know, the footwork looks good. Hearing the timing looks nice. Buck Rising had some tweets that encouraged me as well. Some of the things you and Sam Phelan have told me, we'll go a little bit deeper today and on the podcast later on. But yeah. It's good news. Is it, not only is it great to hear that Will Levis threw three touchdowns in a row, but Malik Willis also is being pushed by Levis, it appears, and is having good days himself. So as long as those those two guys can continue improving, but you know they came to the Titans at totally at two totally different places, right? Levis threw like almost a thousand passes in college football, playing in two of the top conferences that college mm-hmm. football has to offer. Willis came out of Liberty where he only started for two seasons through like 600 passes in a backyard offense ran by Hugh Freeze. So there was a lot of, you know, development to be had. There a lot of room to grow for uh, Willis. There's a ton for Levis as well, because even though he has all that college experience and got a lot of action in the SEC, I think everyone who watched Levis in Kentucky last year knows that there's a ton of room to grow. Although he's a bit, a bit ahead on the mental side of things, having, played under Liam Cohen up at Kentucky. So I'm, I'm, I'm encouraged by these updates. Uh, I I want to see more of them. You know, one good day is just one good day. That's all a race. You got to go do it again today. That's the beauty of football. What you did yesterday doesn't matter today. So go out there and let's see some consistency, which was an issue in college for Levis. And, you know, he's just got to work. It's going to take time to build a rapport with some of these receivers. Yeah, that but, Nick uh, Wells, Nick Wells on YouTube has a fair question to me. So, Austin, are you more a fan of the pick now than you were earlier? I mean, no, I, I can't change my opinion based on you know mini camp and then four days of training camp. I, I feel like what you said, Jack, is that in Music City Malik on YouTube says pro style versus RPO style. Yeah, Will mm-hmm. Levis was always going to look good at in practice. Like he was, that's what he was, right? Marcus Mariota was always going to be underwhelming and you feel like there was not as much out there uh, in practice. Ryan Tannehill always looks good in practice. It's about how these guys translate it into the game. You know, Mariota, Malik Willis, those guys are more gamer type quarterbacks. Will Levis looks sharp in shorts and t-shirt and a helmet. And then with some shoulder pads 
in, in training camp practices, but what is his decision-making like uh, skills like when he gets into the game in live action. And so I'm not, I can't change my opinion completely on Will Levis as a draft pick until I see him in action make good decisions because that was my biggest knock on him was he's not a good decision maker and he creates turnovers unnecessarily. And he's, he threw a pick in practice, uh, you know, over the weekend. And, but yesterday he threw three touchdown passes in a row as a whole yesterday. Uh, he was six of seven passing in seven on seven and 11 on 11 work. They did a lot of red zone work yesterday, Jack. And so six of seven passing five touchdowns, right? So, only one completion that was not a touchdown uh, and then one incompletion that was a fine throw. The one incompletion was a little late. I will say a little late to his target. So that the ball was caught, uh, I believe, but it was out of bounds. Uh, no, that was, that one was broken up, but it was a good defensive play. The play, the throw was fine. It may be a little late, but Will Levis uh, did was asked yesterday by John Glennon and also by Sam about his his day yesterday and, and what he did throwing three touchdown passes in a row. We'll get to that video here in a second, but first let me tell you guys about farm Bureau health plans. Farm Bureau health plans is where you should turn to for all of your health coverage or just a little bit of your health coverage. Maybe your employer uh, has your health coverage basis set up. Maybe you have some holes in dental and vision that you'd like to improve. A uh, farm Bureau health plans can help you with that. Maybe you're a young adult and your parents are having to kick you off their health coverage and you're trying to navigate those waters and figure out how do I go about this health coverage thing, because it can be overwhelming and challenging. Farm Bureau Health Plan specializes in helping you out uh, take that next step and educating you on what the right plan is for you and your situation. So check them out, Farm Bureau Health Plans. The website's fbhp.com slash atoz. That's fbhp.com slash atoz. So check them out, Farm Bureau Health Plans. I mentioned at the top of the show that f- football is finally here. It's, it's upon us. August is a football month. We've got the Hall of Fame game on Thursday. We've got college football happening this month. It's an exciting time to get some skin in the game, which you can do over at BetMGM. And while you're at BetMGM, they've got a great promotion going on. You can refer a friend. So current users, log into BetMGM and go to the Refer a Friend invitation. You can invite up to 20 friends and collect up to $2,000 in bonus bets because every time a friend signs up with BetMGM, They'll get $100 deposited into their account, and you'll get $100 deposited in your account, all in bonus bets. You can use that, that, those, that money you have in bonus bets to build your bankroll through you know, college football futures, NFL futures, college football games, NFL games, all kinds of stuff going on right now. Baseball's in full swing. Women's World Cup. There's a ton going on right now, even though we're in the dog days. Um, so don't, don't forget to... Sign up with BetMGM and use that refer a friend invitation so you can take full advantage and put some extra money in your pocket. All right. So, Jack, uh, Will Levis threw three touchdown passes in a row in Monday's practice. Uh, Five touchdowns in total, six out of seven passing in 11 on 11 and seven on seven. The the three touchdowns in a row were in seven on seven red zone work. And I believe, Jack, all three touchdowns were from about 20 yards out. Uh, so that's pretty legit. That's that's striking the ball down the field. So here's Will Levis when asked about his three touchdowns in a row on Monday. So anytime like you have a day like today where you had the back to back to back to you passes, nice little boost of confidence, make you feel like you're making some strides. Yeah, I mean every time like I missed a throw over the middle the other day, it's like uh, you don't think about it, but then you you end up going back and rewatching it for the dozenth time that night and figuring out like, hey, what could I have done better just to make that throw not happen the next time. Um, 
and you're you're an NFL quarterback, you're never supposed to miss that throw, you know. But then you come out and you put some spring string some good plays together, and you, you re regain that confidence. And uh, I think that definitely you know helped me a little bit. Even as an NFL quarterback, are there days that you come out here and you're like, oh yeah, I've got it today. I'm a little extra dialed. I'm a little more accurate. Like that, you feel like things are just a little more sharp. Yeah, I think so. I think even just in the warm in warming up and just in you know indie periods that you you could tell when the ball is really coming out your hands well. Uh, I mean, today I actually didn't think it was one of those days, but ended up having a uh, decent day throwing. But um, you, you do have those days where you feel like you you know you got a little bit more control over the ball, at least personally. And those are the days where you want to really focus on, all right, well, what am I doing with my mechanics? What am I doing with my throwing motion today? What do I feel myself doing so that when I get out here tomorrow, I can you know uh, do that again? So when you do have those good good days, it's important to watch that film and see why it was a good day. I think that was a really good answer to Sam's question because it's why was it a good day? Uh, why did I feel different uh, about how the ball was coming out of my hand and how can I just make that the norm? Because I think that's where uh, it's it's pretty interesting to see how a quarterback can develop into their career and why quarterbacks age like fine wine into their 30s is because they know exactly how to replicate what the feel like is for those good days. But Jack, what are your thoughts on uh, what you just saw, saw and heard from Will Levis? Well, he sounds like a professional quarterback, right? Ah, yes. He, he's soaking it all in. He, he's talking about individual drills. I really loved how he answered John Glennon's question. Glennon was like, hey, man, three touchdowns in a row, big day out there. And he didn't even talk about the three touchdowns. He talked about a pass he missed in practice the other day over the scene yeah. and how he watched it dozens of times later that day to figure out timing, what went wrong during that throw. Was there something on the route that went wrong? So he's clearly invested in, you know, kind of turning over every stone in order to put himself in a better position with the Titans to uh, take control of this offense whenever, you know, his name is called. But I really love that. That, that kind of, it, it was a mature answer. It was a professional answer and it didn't look like it was rehearsed. It looked like it was all organic. And uh, yeah, so, so that impressed me yesterday. And it, it was also kind of cool to hear that Levis was like, yeah, I didn't think that today was going to be one of those days. It didn't feel as good as it could have. And I still went six for seven with three touchdowns. Yeah, so six for seven, three touchdowns. I believe his count for practice uh, in four training camp practice is 23 out of 30. Uh, he does have an interception. He got picked off. I believe it was uh, Saturday that Will Levis got picked off in practice. Now uh, every quarterback has thrown at least one interception in practice. Malik and Levis threw theirs on the same day. Maybe that was Friday. Uh, and then Ryan Tannehill threw one to Sean Murphy bunting in seven-on-seven seven red zone work. Uh, trying to get to DeAndre Hopkins on the goal line there. So all three quarterbacks now have an interception under their belt, so we can stop worrying uh, about that. But, yeah, Will Levis, uh, his touchdown throws, uh, he hit Reggie Roberson twice on the day, one in 11-on-11 11 11 and one in 7-on-7. Seven seven. Uh, he also hit his guy, Justin Rigg, uh, hit former Kentucky uh, tight end now with the Titans for a big-time touchdown. And I'm trying to remember the other uh, receiver that Levis hit, uh, for a touchdown, it was uh, oh Deshaun Harrison, uh, who is uh, an up and coming undrafted free agent, Harrison wide receiver that you'll start to hear more and more about as as camp gets deeper. But and these were tight windows; these were throws on a rope. They were highly accurate. They were catchable footballs uh, in the end zone for Will Levis there. And so the question we're going to get to, Jack, I find fascinating because this is this question we're going to ask is not a negative on Malik Willis. It's a more of a positive on Will Levis because yeah, Will Levis, he's 23 or 30 through all these practices. 
He was six of seven yesterday with five touchdowns. He's against 13 guys, right? Like this is mm-hmm. guys that are not going to make the roster that he is throwing at, throwing against on the defensive backs. They're not going to make the team. The offensive line that's blocking for him, the defensive line that's rushing him, they're probably not going to make the team. Third string guys. So the question I want to get to is when is it time for Will Levis to start rotating with Malik Willis with the Titans twos? When is it the right time? Is it next week? Is it after the first preseason game? Kind of keeping it open-ended for you guys. When is it the right time for Levis, is it now, to start rotating with Malik Willis with the Titans twos? But first, let me tell you guys about the Aura app. They're all about keeping you safe online, and it's so easy to sign up with Aura. It takes two or three minutes, and they can help you uh, be safer with all of your passwords, your emails, your texts, everything, your credit identity theft monitoring that Aura has there too. They identify data brokers that have your information and sell that information to robocallers, spammers, and telemarketers, and they opt you out of those on your behalf. When I signed up with Aura back in April, 30 data brokers had my info. Now, no data brokers have my info, and it's making my life a lot better. No spam calls, less junk emails that I didn't sign up for in my email inbox and less in my actual mailbox too. Plus, they uh, monitor your password, so every once in a while, I'll get a notification from the Aura app. Not that often, but every once in a while it says, hey, this password might have been leaked in a data breach. So you might want to go change it. Okay, thanks, Aura. Then I go change it and move on with my day. So Aura keeps you safe online. You can get a two-week free trial when you use our link, Aura.com slash A-T-O-Z. That is Aura.com slash A-T-O-Z for a two-week free trial. If you want to get some skin in the game, BetMGM is a place to do it. Football is finally here, and BetMGM has got a great promotion for all current users, it's a refer a friend invitation. And the current users can log into BetMGM and go to the refer a friend invitation. You'll get up to $2,000 in bonus bets because every time a friend signs up with BetMGM, they get $100 and you get $100 all in bonus bets. You can invite up to 20 friends. So if you got a text group, if, if y'all talk about betting, what the lines are before the games, go ahead and send that invitation in there. And whoever signs up, they'll get some money. You'll get some money. It's really a win-win over at BetMGM. Do not miss out on this great promotion. Yeah, that's pretty damn good right there. All right, so the question we're getting to today is, when is it time for Will Levis to start rotating with Malik Willis on the Titans' second team? Because as I mentioned, five touchdown passes for Levis yesterday, including three touchdowns in a row in Monday's practice. He's working with the third team players. So I'm not saying we're... we're, Nobody's asking when is Malik going to be demoted to third team. No, it's when do these guys start rotating with each other uh, at second team? Jack, I'm going to send you the comments here in a second, but I do want to put up this graphic because Will Levis was not the only Titans quarterback who had three touchdowns in three consecutive snaps because Levis in seven on seven, complete touchdown Justin Rigg, complete Harrison for a touchdown, complete Roberson in a tight window for a touchdown, and then Malik Willis in 11 on 11 red zone uh, when they were working inside the 10-yard line. NWI, a really nice throw to uh, to NWI for a touchdown the front corner. Malik ran zone read, had a, had a ball fake, split defenders for a touchdown run. In the very next snap, scrambled uh, on a pass play for another touchdown run. So three plays, three touchdowns for Malik. Three plays, three touchdowns for Levis. So Jack, I'll send you the comments. When should Will Levis start rotating with Malik with the second team? Devin said yesterday. Oh. Music City Malik uh, says he needs more second team reps. He's getting them today, like right now. 
Um, Mr. Jones says, never. It was the right time when camp started, says Jesse. So throw him right into the fire immediately. That's Jesse's approach. Devin, back again, saying yesterday. Uh, Richie says, today. Had a big day yesterday. Maybe throw him to the Wolves today. Not really the Wolves, considering it's the second team, but still throw him against the second teamers today. After the first season game. <laughs> is a second team. If the Titans' first team defense, they're not even Wolves. They're freaking Lions, right? So maybe the second team defense could be uh-huh. the Wolves. And but Will Levis has been been beating up Coyotes the last few days. Mm-hmm. This is, it's like Monty Rice told Colton Dow, "You're not in college anymore." Yeah. Uh, Scott Weaver says now. Steven says next week. Andre, who's been making me laugh in the comments, uh, says next year. Rooney says now. Steven says now. Preseason one drive Willis, one drive Levis. So alternating the QBs in the preseason. Nah. Uh, Maven says week one preseason. Preseason at the earliest. Jarvis Moon says after the first preseason game, which comes on the 12th of this month against Chicago in Chicago. Um, let's happy see. Happy August 1st, by the way. Yes. Happy August 1st to you. Um, Alex says today. Billy says yesterday. Jaron, now. Um, Nas says joint practices, which is an interesting answer because that That's would like really be throwing him to the wolves. That's two weeks. So uh, there's a lot of people that say now is the time. There's no time like the present. Let's get Will Levis against the twos right now. See what he's got. What do you think? And before you answer, I want to ask you a question because this is year 11 for you out there. Yeah. You've seen, you've seen plenty of QBs come through. What's been the norm? I know that guys like Mariota who are drafted super high uh, and the expectations are a whole lot different, you know, coming in is probably going to be, you know, starters a rookie than they yeah. are for Willis and Levis. But, What's been the norm for you when you've noticed, you know, maybe a young quarterback coming in, going up against the backups instead of the, the the third team guys? Well, I think this was this is probably the most fascinating camp of the eleven that I've been at that have had quarterbacks that were both somewhat high draft picks, but not super high draft picks, but they're behind the established starter, right? Like because when Mariota came in, it was he was starting day one from the day from the minute that. His name was mispronounced by Roger Goodell in the draft stage. Like Marcus Mariota was going to start week one. And so they had to go and prepare him for that. And it, I think it was like 24 days before Mariota threw his first interception in practice. But that was because he was being checked down Charlie. But, you know, this is different because Malik was behind Logan Woodside for the majority of offseason last summer. And it didn't really happen until week one of the preseason. So like week three of training camp for Malik to really start to take away second team reps from Logan Woodside. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they started Malik in that first preseason game was a surprise based on the practice reps and how they were split up. So they were way, they were patient with Malik last year. It was like three weeks this year. We always knew Levis was ahead of Malik's rookie version of himself. I and and Malik Willis is not doing anything to lose reps right now. He's still holding on to the ball a little bit too long at times, but he's throwing it. He's more accurate. He's got better command. He feels more comfortable. All of those things are true. But he's not making mistakes that are saying, okay, it's time to, you know, put Levis up there. Like Logan Woodside had physical deficiencies. They were making you go, okay, let's just see more of Malik because Malik's get Malik's obviously got a higher ceiling than Logan Woodside. And so I think that's why this one's a little bit different. Yeah, that makes sense. Um I, again, and and Levis 
is walking into a situation that's a lot different than Willis, but Levis was also ahead of where Willis was coming out of college, which makes this super unique, like you were talking about, and why it's such an interesting camp to uh, to to be at and to watch. You know, these quarterbacks duke it out every day, but it's a good thing that both of these guys are showing signs, showing positive signs. Um, for me, yeah. How do you, you answer the question? So when is when is it time for? Levis to really start rotating, not just because to be honest, yesterday they did do that. There was in, in uh, 11, 11 red zone, Malik ran two plays and then Levis ran the last snap of that series. Then Levis came back, ran two, and then Malik went in and ran the last snap of that series. So they started it yesterday to be honest, but that doesn't count. Like it wasn't enough of a rotation for us to say, okay, now it's on that both guys are fighting for QB two. Like the, like I want to know when that right time is. Yeah. And I, I like what music city Malik, who's had a good day in the comments today says, you, you know, they got to earn it on the grass, which is absolutely true. You can't just elevate Levis because he's the quarterback you drafted most recently. You can, um, so you can, well, you, well, you can. that's absolutely what some teams couldn't, can't but, choose to do. They can do whatever the hell they want to. But when you have another guy like Willis who needs development too, it makes it a little trickier. And when you look at the Titans and what that secondary can provide when healthy, it it can be a, a solid group. Maybe not an elite group, but it can be solid. Last year, however, they ranked last in the NFL. They were giving up 275 pass yards a game. They were kind of rotating a hodgepodge of different guys in because Fulton couldn't stay healthy. Molden was down. McCreary was a rookie. Um, Amani Hooker didn't play the entire season. So, like, th- there was a lot of variables that went into that. And the backups to that group, aren't exactly an an intimidating group in most quarterbacks' eyes. However, as a rookie, you have to respect everybody you're going against. They have experience at this level while you do not. In my opinion, I think now is is the time to just throw them in there. Maybe not permanently as, as, you know, the backup just yet, obviously. But it's going to kind of be a tryout basis in the preseason, I feel like. Because, you know, Willis is going to feel like he's got something to prove, which he does. And Levis knows that he's got to show something in order to jump Willis. But at the end of the day, you you look at the regular season. Heading into the regular season, who are you most comfortable with as your backup? And, you know, Willis, although he did not need to be thrown in there that early and was really raw and the plan was to never get him time like that last season, you do have to judge him off of what he did. He completed 50% of his passes, one and two as a starter, and, you know, in the – one game he won, I think he completed six passes. So if, you, if you're if you seriously interested in contending for the AFC South, like your offseason moves have indicated you are by bringing in Arden Key, bringing in Alshair, bringing in Murphy Bunting, and finally bringing in D-Hop, then you have to have stability at the backup. I'm not so comfortable in Malik Willis being rolled out there again if he doesn't show significant, significant improvement in the preseason. I, I want to get Levis as ready as possible for whatever may happen this season to Tannehill coming off those bad sprained ankles last year. And let's face it, he's 35 years old. He's durable as hell. Broke Steve McNair's record for consecutive starts by a Titans quarterback. But he's coming off some injury issues. And he's had the knee. He had injury issues coming into Tennessee. Now he's he's proven to uh, to outlast that narrative. But I want Levis to be ready to back up Tannehill as soon as possible which means I need to see him against the twos as soon as possible. As soon as possible. So you're saying now, today, right? Today is because it's Just day mix two him in. Don't have to be a full day of practice against the twos, but mix him in. Get him some reps against the twos 
Speed things up for him. See how he handles it. So my answer officially is no later than Friday because the, the Titans have practice today. And from based on what Mike Vrabel said, today is going to be with the second day in pads. They kind of went, they had homework with, okay, here are some, here are some plays we might run in practice, but we're not going to run them to, to a T. It's more of an unscripted scrimmage style practice today, which I'm very excited about. Uh, but I, you know, so I don't think it's me today. I think today is status quo, Tannehill one, Malik two, and Levis three. So then off day on Wednesday, right? No practice on Wednesday. What happens Thursday? I think Thursday is that true first opportunity for Levis to truly rotate in at twos with Malik. I think no later than Friday is, is that because next week is game week. How about that? Next week is game week. We're <laughs> going crazy. to Chicago. And so I think Malik's going to get the first start in preseason. That's just kind of how it feels like. But, hey, there's a whole you know, week and a half of practice uh, to change that. But I think, you know, next week you want to start getting Levis more of those rotational uh, reps with the number two because he'll be quarterback number two for the Titans up against the Bears in Chicago for that preseason game. And then, boom, all of a sudden, the week after that, you're practicing against the Vikings in joint practice. And then same thing with the Patriots the following week. So, honestly, you got about a week and a half of training camp, you versus you, to figure this thing out because then there's joint practices a couple times as the preseason wraps up. So I say I say it's no later than Friday. Yeah, I actually had thought about that as my answer. You know, by the end of the week, he needs to be getting some reps against the twos. And I see some people in the comments upset because I'm I'm choosing Levis over Willis. Look, guys, I'm a Titans fan. I want the best possible quarterback to back up Tannehill, whether that's Will Levis or Malik Willis. It doesn't matter to me as long as they can get the job done behind center. And I liked the Levis draft pick. Absolutely liked it a lot. Uh, there, You know, there's obvious concerns there with him, the decision-making, the turnovers. You got to iron all that out, and you probably can't do it in one training camp, mm-hmm. or maybe even one season as a backup or the third string. However, he, you know, however the Titans decide to use him, it's it's a tough conversation, and because both of these guys are really polarizing, right? Willis can do a ton of things that Levis can't do athletically. Big arm can really run with the football. Was he he led the FBS in rushing yards by a quarterback in a year at Liberty? which is highly impressive. And there's just so many tools that he has that are easy to get excited about. Levis, accurate, deep ball. You know, his arm is his biggest asset. And I just, I I, want to see what they can do in the preseason because like you said earlier, look, this is just one, this is just going up, up against air in the first week these guys have pads on. What can they do when real, you know, defenders are lined up against them, whether that be in, uh, in joint practices or in the preseason. It's it's going to be an interesting thing to follow, but I just want the best guy behind center, man, because Tannehill, it's no guarantee that he runs out there for 17 games. It's no guarantee that anybody on this Titans team, the way the last two years have gone, is going to be out there for the full 17 this year. So you got to have a guy back there who's ready to step in and win games. Willis, to his credit, won a game last year. Levis hasn't done that in the NFL. Levis has more to prove right now than Willis does. And it gives Willis the edge that he's had a year in this system, although it's a new offensive coordinator. All right, Jack. So uh, real quick, a super chat coming in from Noah says, I like Willis over Levis. Levis Levis hasn't convinced me he should be the two until he gets more days strung together. If Malik keeps improving, he may not get reps at two. No, look, you're right that Will Levis has to have, you know, multiple days in a row 
of yeah. playing very well in practice. Yeah, we that, multiple agree, weeks but, in a row. Well, but I also don't. I don't think that. I don't think there's anything Malik Willis can do to hold off Will Levis from getting second team reps. It it's going to happen. And it's mm-hmm. not about Malik Willis. It's all about Will Levis. And so, look, I, and I think that's why I, I wanted to make sure we put this thing together because both quarterbacks had had sessions yesterday where they scored touchdowns in three consecutive snaps. Levis's were all throwing. Malik's, the first one was throwing. Then he made a hell of a play on a zone read where he, it was really even more than just a regular zone read. Jack, this was a option where he faked the pitch to the outside, then split two defenders for a touchdown run and then scrambled on, on snap number three for a touchdown run two, where in practice you'd prefer to see him throw the football, but still was able to make the play uh, to score that touchdown. So they both had three touchdowns in a row in Monday's practice. So, uh, you know, so that's, that's kind of how that's at. We'll see how uh, this continues here with the quarterback. Real quickly, yeah. I saw some of the comments upset that I called Will Levis accurate. Guys, he completed 65% of his passes against SEC defenses at Kentucky last year. And they didn't really have many weapons he was throwing in a, to. In a bad year, yeah. 65 was is better than what Malik did at Liberty. So 65% in the SEC is fine. Yes, he did turn the ball over too many times. Fumbled, interceptions, all that stuff, big game letdowns. He's got a lot of room to grow, though, which is exciting, just like Willis does. Plenty of room to grow. If the, if the Titans can get either one of those guys as close to that ceiling as they can for year two, with Willis, or, or yeah, year two with Willis and year one with Levis, I'm going to feel really good about that. It's up to Tim Kelly and these guys to develop the, you know, Levis and Willis even further and put one of those guys in a position to take over the reins if indeed this is Tannehill's last season with the Titans. All right. So, Jack, uh, Sam and I have a daily game that we're playing with one Titans player after practice every day. So, we'll play you that video here in a second because it is great content. How many sacks? Arden Key, how many sacks do you think you had uh, at Titans practice today? Uh, and it is a hilarious content. But first, let me tell you guys about the our friends at the Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org. They are the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Whenever you get hurt in life, you have to know where can I go to get the right care to get myself healthy because uh, injuries are just such an inconvenience. We're all too busy to be hurt. We're all too busy to be in pain and you just think it's going to go away on its own. It's probably not if it's significant enough. So go check out our friends at the Bone and Joint Institute. They can take care of you. Maybe you don't need surgery. Maybe you can just do at-home rehab like me. Like I, I went and saw Dr. Jeff Watson for my foot last summer and he said, all you, get, all you need, at-home therapy and boom, I'm all set now. Uh, just because I went and saw Dr. Jeff Watson. So check them out online, boneandjointtn.org. Check these guys out online. BetMGM, the king of sports books. They've got a great promotion going on right now. And if you've got friends who are interested in getting some skin in the game, then listen up because current users can log into BetMGM and go to the refer a friend invitation. You can invite uh, up to 20 friends and receive up to $2,000 in bonus bets because every time one of your friends signs up with BetMGM, they get $100 and you get $100, all in bonus bets. It'll get you started off with some green in that account, get you feeling good ready for the football season, start football season on the right track. Make sure you're taking advantage of this great offer that MGM has going on. All right, Jack. So every day at practice, uh, Sam and I are going to ask Titans edge rusher, Arden key. How many sacks did you have today? So this started Friday when Arden key was absolutely dominating 
in Friday's practice. I didn't know how many sacks. And I was like, I'm just going to ask him. And he said seven. <laughs> and so <laughs> and that's his count, right? So the, the funniest thing about Arden Key is that you can just ask him a question and he'll take it. And it's all about his opinion, which makes it even funnier. So now every day, this is day three of us asking Arden Key after practice, how many sacks do you have? How many sacks today? We had... We go. We gotta watch film. It might have been two, but for sure, I know it was one set. For you, right? For me. For you. For me. Yes, was, sir. Does this pad make a difference? No. I mean, like I said, yeah, like I said before. I mean, we had on the spiders, the little shells. I think the the pads was better than the shells. The shells okay. were a little heavy, <laughs> uh, but it's no difference. It's just pads, especially for O line, D line. We gotta be strong with our hands, and it's the same thing. The, the pads is just the protection. All right. So two today, maybe, right? Yeah. One I'm gonna count. Sure. We're counting this. We'll count for two. So okay. That's, so that is 11. eleven. The last three. Do you remember what happened Wednesday, the, the first day? We weren't counting that. Wednesday. Uh, I don't remember. I'm, it was two at least. At least two. At least two. We'll so we're at so thirteen. Thirteen. <laughs> My favorite thing about that, Jack, is because now, like, Arden Key has brought me and Sam in on this because he started this off by saying, We had. Like, listen again, real quick. How many sacks today? We had. We go, we got to watch film. It might have been two, but for sure, I know it was one sack. For you, right? For me. We had. Like, he's including us in this thing. It's like, it's me and me, Sam, and Arden Key. We had two. <laughs> and it, look, he is so funny. And it's great to just ask him simple questions. And to see how far he can take it. So 13 sacks in Arden Key's count uh, for him in four in four practices. I mean, it, it's hilarious. I, I I honestly can't wait to continue this every damn day. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. And it's it's he's already a lightning rod with Titans fans. I think I think Titans fans are really excited to see what he can do, especially coming from a division rival like Jacksonville. He's going to have a little extra edge, which a lot of these guys are going to have that the Titans brought in this off season. So. That's really cool that y'all have that going on, but no days off. I want to hear Arden Key's update every single day. I know. And the good thing is Sam's going to be in the joint practice at Minnesota. So Sam will be able to go ask him there. And, you know, if, if I'm not at practice, Sam will be, we just have to make sure we find Arden Key. And I think he's going to start to find us too, because we had a DM back and forth on Instagram of like, Hey, we're going to do this every day. He's like, all right, I got, I got you. I got you. We're in on it. So now that he's, it, it's a thing. And so now it's uh it's gonna be fun. But this this dude is so long, like he's incredibly tall too. I, I don't think we really think about how long and tall he is and what he and Harold Andrew are gonna do. But I mean, Arden Key, 13 sacks by his count and four days of practice is pretty phenomenal. And not just his production on the field so far, which really doesn't matter until the regular season gets going, but it's good, it's a good sign that he's beating guys right now. He just seems like a great guy to be around and have in the locker room. Rand Carthon might have hit this this one out of the park, and Key may play himself out of a Titans uniform next year if he has a monster season, like I think he might have. Yeah, I, I know we're gonna get you're gonna be back on Thursday, Jack. So mm -hmm. I know we're gonna have some bold predictions about this season. Uh, but here's the thing: this is kind of polarizing because Arden Key is lining up over the Titans left tackle in all these practices. He's that's his side. The Titans left tackle side is his side. Harold Landry's side is the opposite side. And so while Arden Key has 13 sacks by his count in four practices, that means Andre Dillard has given up 13 sacks, according to Arden Key, in four practices. So here was Mike Vrabel asked on Friday. Again, Mike Vrabel on Friday, Sam asked about 
Andre Dillard, which is the day that Arden Key said he had seven. Start camp. I mean, we're two days in, so I think if he keeps working against Arden, I think he'll be just fine. Arden's offered us a lot of, um, you know, just impact over there just in a short time. We don't have pads on, and they're not sacking a quarterback, but I know that you know Arden's able to mix moves, and so he's getting uh, multiple uh, multiples moves and, and just different looks and wiggle, long arm, chop, everything you can give him. So that will take all we can get. So Sam asked about, Arden, uh, about Andre Dillard, and Vrabel basically said, no, yeah, Arden Key's really good. <laughs> so, uh, Jack, what do you think about the comments there from Vrabel about Andre Dillard? No, I totally agree. Iron sharpens iron. And this is the beginning of camp for – a left tackle who hasn't started at that position in a little while. He was beaten out by Jordan Mailata, who's a, a pro bowl, all pro caliber left tackle for the Philadelphia Eagles on the best offensive line in football. So Dillard's got plenty of experience at that position. He's got a chip on his shoulder this year. He knows that this is his time to reestablish himself as, you know, a, a capable left tackle in the NFL. So I love that Arden Key's going up against him. I love that Arden Key's going hard and beating him because that's only going to make Dillard better at the end of the day. Dillard's going to see plenty of top-notch pass rushers in the first six weeks of that schedule. So it's Key's job to get him ready. I like this. I, I like this. I do believe that iron sharp is iron. All right, so let's ask this question. What is your level of concern about Andre Dillard on a 1 through 10? What is your level of concern about Andre Dillard on a 1 through 10 scale because uh, Arden Key says he has 13 sacks and four practices. But uh, first, let me tell you guys about Krebs Kubota, an elite Kubota dealer with three great locations in Middle Tennessee, in Franklin, Columbia, and in Murfreesboro online uh, at KrebsKubota.com. Whenever you need equipment, Krebs is where you should go because they've got the Kubota line, which is the best equipment in the industry. And Kubota has warranties that other lines can't touch. And Krebs has the customer service that other companies can't touch because that's what it's all about. It's about building a relationship with you, the customer, for all of your equipment needs. And Krebs focuses on that. They've got three locations in Franklin, Columbia, and Murfreesboro. They've been serving Middle Tennessee for over 18 years, and they're great at what they do. Titans fans care about the community. They care about your project. Whether your project is just trimming your fence uh, on your small yard or if you've bailing hay and you've got other things going on on your acres out there in county land, uh, Krebs Kubota will take care of you. So check them out online, KrebsKubota.com. BetMGM wants to take care of you. If you're a current user, you can use the Refer a Friend invitation over at BetMGM, and you'll get up to $2,000 in bonus bets because every time a friend signs up with BetMGM, they get $100 and you get $100, all in bonus bets. You can invite up to 20 friends. That's a ton of money, $2,000 to be exact. So start your football season off on the right foot by downloading BetMGM and going to the refer refer a friend invitation. Send that to every friend you can imagine that wants some skin in the game. It's going to be a very fun and hopefully profitable football season for all of us. I hope so. Hope so. All right. So one through ten, what is your concern level with left tackle Andre Dillard? Because uh, Arden Key says thirteen sacks in in four days. Ashley says eight. Jonathan with eight. Guy says six. Jaron with a seven. Scott's at a four. Eric with a nine. Jabu's riding that fence at a five. Uh, Nate says, imagine if Dillard was worse than Daly. Imagine the fan base. 
Let's not impossible. Do that. Let's not do that. Yeah. Uh, uh, Pistol Ramsey says eight. Brad says eight. Jody with a seven point five. Devin's turned up to eleven. Nick says eight. Uh, Nick says eight. Eight seems to be the more po- the most popular answer. Mister Jones with a one. Uh, St- Stefan says seven and a half. Daniel at a three. Demarco at a seven. Eric at a six. A couple of fives coming in here with Andre and Eric riding the fence. Demario with a six. Music City Malik's on the fence with a five, mainly concerned about health, not performance. I mean, Dennis Daly stayed healthy, <laughs> but uh, I mean, yeah. I'll, Every time I hear that name, it just shivers down my spine. I'd rather have Deion Lewis at left tackle than another season with Dennis Daly. <laughs> Deion Lewis at left tackle. That Deion Lewis at left tackle makes me think of like the Madden glitch when the players like tiny but still blocks. <laughs> That's what I envisioned Deion Lewis at left tackle. Uh, all right, so Jack, I'm gonna keep going through some comments on screen. Man. What is your level of concern with Andre Dillard on a one through ten uh, level right now? Guys, if y'all are that concerned about Dillard, I don't want to know how y'all feel about the right side of the the offensive line. Um, my concern with Dillard's really, I, I'm going to go four, uh, kind of, kind of on the fence. Not really. I, 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 he's just not the guy I'm concerned about. I think when you talk about the Titans offensive line, there's a, there's a handful of guys that I'm more concerned about over there. What's Hubbard going to do in the six games he's out there? Is NPF going to come back ready? How's Aaron Brewer going to handle the center job? Skaronsky as a rookie is, is he really the most ready offensive lineman? that came out of the 2020 NFL draft. And then Brunskill is another guy who is versatile, but can he be, you know, at least an average right guard? I think that every Titans fan would say, if this offensive line is just average, the Titans are going to the playoffs, right? It's the biggest question mark. It's the biggest weakness on this team. Andre Dillard, though, is coming from, like I said earlier, the best offensive line in football. Sure, he was a backup, but he also, you know, he played last year. He, he jumped in when he needed to, and guys went down on Philly. But he's got that chip on his shoulder. Arden Key, Sean Murphy Bunting, D-Hop, Aziz Alshair, Andre Dillard, Daniel Brunskill, all of these guys are coming from places where they weren't really a key starter on their team and mm-hmm. in some cases were relegated to a backup role. Andre Dillard comes from that backup role. I just think he's going to be really hungry this year. I'm not worried about the left side of the offensive line right now. I want to see if the right side can come together. I think that Andre Dillard will button it up and, you know, will hopefully at least get some chemistry and some rapport down with the rookie right next to him. And I think they'll have a good season over there. Like, I don't think it's time to stop selling the run left hats. Let's fire that machine back up because I think that the left side of the offensive line is actually going to be a strength for the Titans this year. So you're at a four level of concern for Dillard. I'm at a six because Arden Key was unstoppable the first three days. Now I will say, first day of pads, I noticed Arden Key less yesterday than I did on Saturday. Friday was the day that he was just like, you couldn't avoid but see Arden Key making plays and disrupting everything. But Arden Key had one play towards the end of practice yesterday that I think this might have been the sack that he wasn't sure about, but I think he sacked Tannehill. Tannehill kept the play going, threw it up in the end zone. Burks made a beautiful one-handed jumping catch in the back of the end zone for a touchdown. I think that was a sack, and so I would count that as a sack, and Andre Dillard gave that up, and that's, that's a touchdown wiped off the board right there on a sack inside the five-yard line. That is what you cannot have happen. And so I'm at a six for Andre Dillard. It I will say, seeing 
him in pads yesterday made me feel better. If he didn't have a good day yesterday or a better day yesterday, then I would have been at seven. So I, I'm at a six uh, level of concern. So me and you together, even out at a five. Not overly concerned. I Andre Dillard was a monitor the situation type of guy for me the entire camp. Like I was always going to say, okay, what is this guy truly going to do? And so I'm still at a monitor the situation with Andre Dillard at this point, but seeing him be better in full pads and when he didn't have full pads on didn't make me go from a seven to a six today. Okay. I, I want to find this comment. I really agreed with it, but um, I only got two minutes left. Here it is. So yeah, here that. we go. Dillard was uh, the Rand's first free agent signing. So there's some, there's some inherent pressure there as well. I, I, I'm not worried about Dillard. I think that he's going to be able to figure it out. He's got experience at this level. Um, there is an expectation there as well. So I, I, I don't, I don't have an issue with Dillard right now. All right. Well, guys, I, yeah, I, I do. I do have a monitor the situation type of thing with Andre Dillard, but we're going to have a ton more uh, Titans practice content coming out and uh, Titans practice is open to the lottery fans uh, today. So make sure, uh, we will have live updates throughout practice where we can publish and tweet immediately uh, during practice today and also uh, on Instagram, YouTube, everywhere else. And we'll have those Twitter threads up as well. Special thanks to Wilson County Hyundai, wilsoncountyhyundai.com to make them a part of your new car buying process. No trivia today, tight, too tight uh, here with training camp starting at 930. So I got to get running out there uh, to meet Sam out there for practice. Hope everybody has a great uh, rest of your Tuesday. And again, remember, content galore. Make sure you like the show before you go. Always more people watching that have physically liked the show on Facebook and YouTube. So give us that thumbs up click, and we'll have more content coming in the next several hours. So we'll see you guys later on. Uh, talk to you soon. Appreciate it as always. Tighten up pod, midnight, same